Hello there. You're listening to Manufacturing Tomorrow, brought to you by the Ohio Manufacturing Institute at The Ohio State University. I'm Katherine Kelly, your host. Today, we are speaking with Greg Paulson, Director of Applications Engineering at Zometry. Headquartered in Gaithersburg, Maryland, Zometry is an innovative industrial engineering company that specializes in CNC machining, sheet metal fabrication, 3D printing, urethane casting, and injection molding services. They offer a 24-7 online quoting platform and a network of partner manufacturing facilities. Greg has also directed Zometry's molding and new manufacturing technologies, applications engineering, the project engineering group, and served as business development manager. Prior to Zometry, Greg worked as a project engineer at Prototype Productions. He earned his master's degree in integrated science and technology at James Madison University. Greg, welcome to the show. Happy to be here, thanks so much. What gaps in manufacturing does Zometry fill? Yeah, so Zometry was created to kind of solve this problem in procurement, and particularly procurement of manufacturer components. Um, oftentimes, when you send out a bid, and in the past, when you send out a bid to get a project made, you would actually be zip filing up, uh, usually uh, some PDF documents, your CAD file, and a spreadsheet saying, please qu quote quantity 1, 2, 5, 10, 25. And then you ship it out to the five local manufacturers that you know. And you wait. And in this waiting period, it could be often days, um, you may get your first response back, and it's not even what you expect. It's more of a question, like, when do you need to buy? And uh, the conversation continues, and you continue to wait. And even worse than that, you get these numbers back, and they're all over the place. Uh, because you often see somewhere between, like, you know, a 30 to 60% price delta on the same parts, and you don't know why. So the industry traditionally has been very opaque, very locally focused. Zometry actually has injected technology right up front. So all we need is a 3D CAD file uploaded to our site, and it instantly prices in all these manufacturing technologies, including machining. So it's not just 3D printing, it's uh, machining sheet metal, and I mean, you name the list there, that we instantly price and provide lead times for. So all of a sudden, that you know, multi-day process is seconds. So we get to focus on the quality of the project, like what your actual needs are to make a spec manufactured part, and finding the right supply chain. Uh, so on that side of the world, we make it very easy, very e-commerce, at a click, to access all these different technologies, get pricing, and secure your work. Uh, on the other side of it, Zometry has a manufacturing partner network that fulfills the work for, on behalf of Zometry. So these are vetted, qualified partners, uh, mostly small business machinists, or uh, for example, rapid prototyping uh, 3D printing service bureaus. Um, injection mold, uh, uh, sheet metal fabrication shops, uh, and these uh, shops are actually able to see Zometry's job board and take a look at the work, review the project, we offer the price, and they can say, that's a great fit, click and take. And they are uh, required for the parts on time and to quality. And uh, we deal with the whole supply chain uh, side of that. So Zometry is this end-to-end -end manufacturing procurement system that is just a click away. In short, you're layering IT solution to speed up and standardize the process. Absolutely. We're, we're increasing transparency by just giving you that instant price. It, it's, uh, there's no negotiation, no questions. It's just that's, you know, that price is a market fair price, and that's driven basically through the manufacturing partner network and AI machine learned feedback loops. How quickly can customers receive a, part, a prototype or part? 
Uh, it depends on the process. Uh, so a lot of uh, our processes for 3D printing, it's usually expedited about two days, uh, three days on average uh, for typical parts like a selective laser centered part or FDM part. Uh, for um, machining, uh, it depends on the complexity of the part because we have you know, some parts that you get within a week. Uh, uh, if they're you know, relatively small, very simple uh, pieces, we actually define them as simple parts. Um, if you're doing a more complex multi-axis component or something that has, for example, surface finishing, maybe part marking to it, um, like if you say, for example, I'm taking a part, doing a, a plating to it, and then maybe bringing it and getting it silk screened, uh, you know, the lead time will increase appropriately for that. But the lead time and feedback shows up immediately when you add those features. Is Zometry used only by professional engineers, or do you work with students on their projects? Yeah, so the minimum entry for Zometry is that 3D CAD file. So we cast a really wide net uh, as far as who comes in. So uh, we do work with university projects, and we actually do a little bit of sponsorship um, for uh, different uh, different universities. And what's nice is those are you know new CAD users. Those are um, people who are going to be future engineers, and we're really excited to work with them. Uh, for the professional engineers, especially if you're talking like CNC machining and sheet metal, um, they use us for spec manufacturing, so not just prototype parts, but parts that have uh, more configurable needs, like uh, tight tolerance to areas, um, you know, CMM inspection requirements, uh, you know, and again, like surface finishes, uh, anodized, chem films, plating. Uh, we're able to do that also. We're not just making the shape, but we're actually making something that they purposely wanted to define in a drawing. You stated in a recent autonomous manufacturing article that the process works similar to Uber. How was how would that be? Yeah, so for um, I always like to say like upfront, it's more like an Amazon experience for our direct customers, those engineers and those designers with uh, the 3D file. Uh, for the manufacturers, it is like an Uber or Lyft strategy in a lot of ways because we are setting the price and defining the requirements, saying this is this is the price that we're going to pay you. This is the need date. Uh, here's the scope of work. Uh, so w there's no obligation. It's actually free to sign up as a manufacturing partner, and we vet them through the process to qualify them before they could take any work. Uh, but once they're on the network, they could take a look and say, hey, you know what? My shop's at capacity, or I have this machine down at maintenance. I'm going to pass on this. There's no obligation there. But if they see that's a good fit for, for them, then they could go ahead and just take that work on demand. So for them, we can give them a consistent stream of projects to add to their business, as well as we typically pay faster than most of their traditional uh, customers, uh, where we usually pay about twice a month. Let's talk about that a little bit. Um, you know, manufacturing as a service has become more of a viable option due to advances in technology, especially over the last few years. How does Zometry's business model keep up with the technologies, whether it's artificial intelligence, machine learning? You know, what, what does that look like? Yeah, so we are heavily based on machine learning. Uh, and our feedback loop is the power of our partner network. Uh, so we Obviously, we offer a price to our customers. Um, we also offer the what we're going to pay to our partners. And you know, if we're wrong, you know, we can eat it uh, on that. Uh, so that feedback loop of what that is is actually drives directly into learning and training. So we actually have an evolutionary learning process and some really powerful minds uh, behind the data science and engineering uh, that makes Zometry's work as the mechanism that it is. 
Um, you know, our goal is to essentially get the price that's appropriate for the customer. We want to be very cost competitive. At the same time, we want to provide prices to our manufacturers and even the relevancy of the job to our manufacturers uh, that uh, makes them, you know, want to keep on coming back and allows them to essentially, you know, pay their staff and continue working with Sometree projects. You know, some manufacturers use us uh, for a little bit of their work. Some of some of those manufacturers actually use us as their main business model for sales. So we we offer that flexibility and that kind of on-demand work. So AI machine learning is all about making sure the match is appropriate, like whether it's cost or whether it's the appropriate partner for that for that part of project. That's what it's all about there. Do you have a particular case study in mind um, that you could share with our listeners? So. We were just talking about on-demand and how that can work uh, with maybe a uh, a geographic uh, like a challenge that happens uh, with a with just working with local manufacturers. Um, a couple years ago, there was a storm out in Texas. Uh, I think it was Hurricane Harvey. I, I need to make I need to double check on that. Uh, but during the storm, a few things happened. We had manufacturing partners down there that were doing work. And they're smart enough to know weather forecasts, and they actually finished up their jobs quicker. They shipped quicker, and um, and they also, you know, made a decision not to take more work, obviously, because they're like, I may be stormed out, I may not have power, uh, and that work, there was no disruption to our customers uh, on our partner network because the work just shifted to somewhere else in in the U.S. Uh, to be built. But what was more amazing to me was that our customers, uh, especially those that were down in Texas in this area that were affected by the storm. Uh, some of them had power outages, and it took a couple days for them to get back online. But when they got back online, they needed to uh, essentially start sourcing work again, and their local suppliers were still out. So they could uh-huh. just go to Zomtree, click, and buy. And again, there's no disruption. The supply chain just keeps on going because it's dynamic across this large manufacturing network. So this kind of uh, this almost like this uh, this weather like shift of demand is moving around and much, much, much more organic, uh, much less fragile than local marketplaces. Uh, and again, for our manufacturers, even when they got back online, they were able to take work on demand because some of their clients may have still been out of power at that time. So it was really cool to see how this ecosystem can work and be a lot more adaptive than something that's just stagnant in, in a local market. Interesting. What are the, are there any negatives? I mean, what, what are the biggest hindrances to the process and what, well, are, what are you working on now uh, that might yeah. need uh, some adjusting yeah well a- absolutely so um, we are we're always building out a um, better experience uh, for both our customers and our partners I mean one of the things that we pride ourselves on is we are you know professional manufacturers we put quality ahead of everything that we do um, we have a you know a very large QA department here in our Gaithersburg facility, and we have some manufacturing here as well. Um, but uh, the vast, vast majority of our manufacturing is done by these manufacturing partners. So making sure that we're communicating to our customers that we're not just you know tossing a part over a fence. We're actually looking at these parts. We have a DFM uh, team that reviews any engineered project that comes through Zometry. Uh, we make sure that it's right for our partners. We have this AI matchmaking to find the partner that's right for that project. So, you know, if it's a you know turned brass piece with multi-axis, we're going to find those uh, those partners that actually do that work the best, and uh, and that helps ensure quality in the in the long run. But the the biggest thing for me is just knowing that understanding that our focus is always on quality and getting spec manufactured parts to that quality and out on time. 
I interviewed Ben Redwood uh, a couple months ago. He's uh, at 3D Hubs, an on-demand manufacturing company based in Europe. Uh, With the advent of more of the manufacturing as a service facilities, uh, such as Zometry, uh, is there enough space in the sandlot? And and yeah, do you I, oh, oh and go ahead. and do you see them eventually replacing uh, are your company the companies like yours replacing the mom and pop shops? Well, I, I definitely don't see us replacing any mom and pop shops because we really rely on the professional manufacturers. I mean, especially when it comes to machining and sheet metal, the talent really lies in those those machinists. Uh, that there's a certain skill and art and craft. Uh, involved in making uh, two-spec uh, manufacturer components, and that's something that in no way we're, uh, we're trying to replace. We're actually trying to enhance them. We're trying to get them more relevant work and, uh, and just keep them busy, keep these shops busy, because a lot of times their audience and their customer base is local, and so if it's a seasonal industry like oil and gas, uh, they may have like three months down period, and we could actually get that work on demand. So. Yeah, I don't see us uh, affecting mom and pop shops anytime soon with that. Um, as far as the manufacturing market space, like the marketplace market space, uh, there is plenty of work. Uh, we've even seen an increased amount of work just by lowering the barriers to entry for custom manufacturing. Uh, for example, with the growth of 3D printing, uh, there's also been a growth in access to 3D CAD modeling software. So there's actually more people out there producing and doing low volume runs and doing manufacturing runs than ever before. Uh, so there's been this capacity, both from a creative capacity of designers that, have been, that has been opening up, as well as capacity for manufacturing that we're utilizing now uh, through uh, essentially an online network. I have to ask a follow-up question on the mom and pop shops. Do you do you have a way of uh, convincing some of them to do more things digitally? I mean, I know that I've been in a number of of small machining shops, tool and die shops, where um, they're still taking paper orders. Not not all of them, of course, and mm-hmm. you know, I mean, they're they're still using you know computer technologies. But um, do you have a way to um, get them up to speed with some of the more advanced technologies? Yeah, so we have um, we have our job board. Uh, so there is a manufacturing partner network sign up where you go on, you cre- can create your uh, your account at work.zometry.com, and uh, you start filling out uh, this information. You create your profile for your shop, and you know we start uh, getting you vetted through as a qualified supplier. So we even send you work to start with, a kind of test and make sure that you know how to walk walk through our workflow. For those shops who are still, you know, running paper travelers around and uh, you know running on everything through Excel, um, I think our site allows them to track, like take work, track it through in a reasonable, pragmatic steps. Uh, even do documentation, like upload, uh, um, upload photos, upload inspection reports, and create things like shipping labels directly through our interface. So we're able to complement what they're what they're using in shop to track their work traditionally as well. So we kind of are able to complement and work uh, in parallel uh, with uh, what these manufacturers may already be using. All right. You mentioned to me in an earlier conversation that you took a circuitous route into a manufacturing engineering career. Uh, I noticed uh, in some of your background info that your bachelor's degree is in hospitality and tourism management and that you actually worked as a wine educator. How 
did those earlier work experiences lead you to PPI and then to Zometry? Yeah, so what's not on my LinkedIn is, uh, you know, in high school I actually was very into uh, 3D CAD and actually 2D CAD uh, um, because I think I got my first 3D CAD program around when I was uh, 16 or 17 and I took some engineering and architecture classes while I was in high school. Um, and uh, even when uh, I was in technology student associations and I did competitions and so I, I actually you know did some national competitions on 3d CAD modeling and then I went to college and uh, and didn't touch CAD until after my undergr- undergraduate so I was very very interested in uh, multiple subjects and I um, ended up uh, on business because I liked the speed of business I actually liked uh, seeing stuff kind of almost have, you know, rise and fall adaptation, kind of almost like an evolutionary process that was in business. And I ended up taking some classes and I liked a few professors and uh, a lot of these professors taught in the hospitality program. I followed through with them. Uh, I, James Madison University has a fantastic BBA program. Uh, it's actually, um, it's a 60 credit uh, program of, you know, uh, a lot of great core classes and uh, some multidisciplinary dis- classes there and just really love the program running through. Uh, so I... Yeah, I didn't touch CAD until after I graduated. I joined the Integrated Science Technology Program, and uh, there's a product realization lab, and they needed someone to do some designs and run some of these additive manufacturing machines. And that kind of jumpstart me back into the technology and science aspect of uh, what I was doing. But my undergraduate uh, gave me a very strong business background, as well as, yeah, my part-time job during college working at these wineries basically forced me on weekends to talk to probably about 200 strangers a day. Uh, So it actually allowed me to be much more open in communicating and really helped uh, helped me on on that side approach people, kind of learn their narrative, uh, even even sense kind of subtleties in what they're interested in and change my dialogue based off that. So it actually helped me in my technology career by helping me understand the audience a little bit better, uh, read into them and adapt to their needs. Um, based on, on your experiences and the skills you developed, what do you see as the most valuable uh, given the industry that you're in right now? So the industry that I'm in, I think you can teach a lot and learn a lot. And uh, especially I, I work heavily in applied additive manufacturing. A lot of my background has, uh, has come from using different additive manufacturing technologies in an end-use way. And a lot of that has been trial, to, trial and error, and I am very thankful for some of the experiences I've had where I've been able to, you know, try something out that no one else in the world has tried before and see how it works. And a lot of times, you know, I burnt my hand on it, and uh, and I've learned and adapted from there. Uh, I've been able to help grow Zometry's knowledge base and help some of our design guides and build out some of our FAQs so our customers don't burn their hands as much as I have. But that experience, uh, for, especially for a lot of us who've been in the industry for over a decade in additive, has mostly been tribal knowledge. Uh, so now uh, there are there's actually curriculum around some of the stuff that we had to learn the hard way. And I'm kind of excited to see what the next generation of professionals is coming through uh, because I want to learn from them uh, because I'm, so I, sometimes I feel like maybe I'm an old dog. I live at SLS and now we just, you know, uh, like laser center nylon and now we have multi-jet fusion. Now we have uh, carbon 3D uh, coming out. So there's all these different technologies and I'm learning from these new generations what this is and adding it onto the knowledge that I already have. So it's, you know, I guess for me, the biggest industry talent is the ability to be a sponge 
to learn and adapt because everything's moving so fast in advanced manufacturing. Oh, exactly, and you have to adapt. What's next for Zometry? So Zometry is right at this place where we are in that almost transactional nature of manufacturing components. So by putting that technology right up front and allowing us to do instant quotes at lead times, that makes us you know, the best service bureau ever. But where can we be where we could actually revolutionize all manufacturing? Where can we be where um, wherever you see this opaqueness in manufacturing technologies, you know, where you see a high variety of costs on a single product, depending on the vendor and location, like how can Zometry look at those markets and see if we can, we can uh, you know, alleviate some of those pains that the customer may have or the procurement or supply chain may have? And I think, you know, that's, that's what Zometry's sites are on. So not only are we going to be growing our core that we have, which is the, all these different manufacturing technologies or instant quoting, the variety of materials, we're going to be growing the locations where we're going to be able to offer these, where our customer base is going to be, and uh, also growing that um, underlying supply chain of everything that accoutrements uh, the technology. In fact, last year, uh, we opened Zometry Supplies, which actually a manufacturer can go uh, order end mills, raw material, and other things that help enhance machine shops. And we, ha- we actually started a uh, program that is called Shop Advantage for manufacturers, where they can also get benefits like things like Dell Computers, Office Depot, um, even I think some financing programs just to help overall the general manufacturing base. So we're, we're working that whole infrastructure around the manufacturing ecosystem. Anything on training? Uh, I will say training and qualification, bringing up to, for example, ISO, ISO 9001, even bringing up certifications like ITAR are very important to us because we have a client base that's demanding that. I think as we grow, as we grow our partner network, we're going to be a very good venue to help enhance and make our manufacturers even stronger than they, they already are. Uh, so I, I definitely see that uh, as part of Zometry's overall program because we want to enhance our manufacturers. We want to enhance all manufacturers. And I think we have the right mechanism to do that. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Greg, for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks so much. Anytime.